0: Why the Colts' defensive line must be a top five unit to succeed in 2023. There's no better way to get better at football than playing football. So if you want to. going to
1: finish it! i am always been confident in my abilities. I think, you know, I'm a guy that can go out there, and I always believe in myself that I'm going to get
0: open and and make the play if they throw me the ball. The third. Right. End zone shot for Pierce. He caught it. Oh, what a.
1: hello everyone and welcome to the colts cast we are here to talk about everything and anything indianapolis colts welcome back everyone we took like a a one week break but he is jamal lawrence i am eric smith your co-host of the colts cast shout out to all our day one listeners shout out to all the first time listeners shout out to everyone else in between as well hit that like button while you're here uh gets our video out to other colts fans plus subscribe to us so you never miss an episode. Especially if you're on YouTube or any podcast platform, please subscribe to us. Jamal, we've uh the the one week we take off, we get a lot of Colts Colts news. I know. Um, the, we got the training camp schedule out. Uh, that that's awesome. Uh, it looks like it starts July 26th. Um, goes all the way to August 17th. Uh, we got some joint practices in there. Um, some fun stuff. You're gonna be able to to make one of them
0: oh yeah i'm definitely gonna be out there um i don't know exactly how many i'm gonna make but i plan on going to at least two or three so guys drop a comment below for us let us know if you're gonna be out there because if we're out there if i'm out there on the same day with you man I love to meet just love to meet our fans so uh, our listeners so please let us know if you're gonna be um out there and i'll kind of tell the dates Leading to the week before, Eric, that I'm going to be out there just in case anybody can. I know there's a couple Saturday uh, practices for us and Sunday, so I know it's a little better for people who work during the week. Um, I'm going to try to sneak through a couple of the day practices as well, depending off my schedule lets me. But exciting times, man, exciting times. We've been waiting for this schedule to drop for a little bit because we know that this is when the action is going to start back up for us. So starting Wednesday, July the 26th, I think I'm going to try to be out there on day one at least so we can try to get some good content for you guys. That would be great. That would be great. And also, in other news,
1: the NFL announced it has suspended Indianapolis Colts player Isaiah Rodgers for, I, I think, it's indefinitely, mm-hmm. but at least through the 2023 season. So Colts ended up releasing him. I think this was almost the best-case scenario for him because it wasn't you know, forever, but... <sighs> I mean, when you bet on your own team, when you put a thousand dollar prop bet on on not named running back, you, uh, (laughs) I mean, that, that, that's a little crazy, man. You, you're playing with millions. Like he was, he should have been working on that contract, but
0: that's neither here nor there. I just think that's,
1: wow, on your own team.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a crazy thing, man, to to bet on your own team. I mean, you, you kind of have to always think about the fact that, like, these guys know the scouting report, they know what to expect for the upcoming game. Obviously they don't know how a players are going to do, but it's kind of a, a sketchy thing to be betting on your own team, you know. Now if he bet the over on it, sure, you know whatever. Uh but I I would hate to know that he bet the under because he had some insider information right. that naheem hines or whatever was it wasn't gonna do anything for a game so that kind of stinks to think about but yeah neither here nor there the 30 deed is done and he's out and definitely he's released um and colts have to pick up from where they left off man
1: yeah i feel like the integrity of the game is real important especially when you got people out there who are like god ah, scripted yeah and all these plays are scripted things like that so i i'm definitely for keeping keeping that protected but uh Jamal, man, July 4th is coming around. What do you think we need?
0: Mm, July 4th, America, got to do some Manscaped. Guys, I have a question. What's more American than a bald eagle? The 4th of July is almost here, and that means a couple of things. Barbecue, pool parties, and last but not least, glizzies. And it just so happens the sponsor of today's show, Manscaped, are making sure all of the glizzy gladiators across the nation are groomed for battle on America's birthday. From sea to shine and sea, join over eight million Pew pu- Patriots worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you: twenty percent off and free worldwide shipping with our Cold Colts Cast at Manscaped.com. Talk about the American dream, guys! I don't know if you ever used a uh, uh, just a regular razor before, but sometimes it can nick you, man. The one good thing about this this Manscaped um, lawnmower is that it's not going to nick you, guys. It's you're going to be taken care of. It all it's only right to start with America's favorite performance package 4.0 inside this package you'll find a lawnmower 4.0 trimmer weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer crop preserver ball deodorant crop reviver toner performance boxer briefs and a travel bag to hold your goodies first off lawnmower 4.0 you call yourself an american without a lawnmower there's fourth generation trimmer features the cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents Thanks to their advanced skin safe technology, the lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has 400k LED spotlight for your, uh, you need for more precise shade. Take your freedom bells to the next level by going to manscaped.com and get 20% off with free shipping, uh, with our discount code, ColtCast. Get your independence back this independence day and unlock your confidence with
1: Manscaped. 20% off and free shipping, guys. But, Let's get into our main segment. Now, look, guys, dominating the trenches. When you think of great defensive lines, would you put the Indianapolis Colts there? Like some would argue yes. I think the majority will probably argue no. You know, no matter what your answer is, in order for the Indianapolis Colts to succeed this coming season, they have to take that next step up, in our humble opinion. They need to enter that top five conversation. Um, why is that? And how can that happen? Jamal and I are about to dive right into that. So, Jamal, what needs to happen for the Colts to be a top five unit? And why do they even need to be?
0: Man, well, I wanna I wanna flip-flop that. So uh, why do we they need to be a top five unit? Well, guys, I think it's clear. We talked about it at the beginning of the episode. You have a troubled uh quarterback group going into this season. Not only do we have players missing, Isaiah Rogers, who is expected to take off this year for us. We have youth at the at the uh, cornerback position. And we also have an unsure linebacker core. We don't know if Shaq's going to be playing. Uh, We have no timetable on him still. Bobby O'Kara is no longer with us. So that leaves pretty much Zaire out there, you know, on on an island to to step up and take over this thing. Enter our defensive line, our most experienced group on the team. We got all the vets there. These guys are gonna have all eyes on them because it's our only group right now for us, I feel on the defensive side of the ball who has cohesively still been there when we talk about Grover Stewart, uh DeForest Buckner, Quiddy Pay. Like these this group has been together for the past couple of years. They don't have them turnover like we have um a cornerback with no with no Isaiah Rogers, no Stephon Gilmore, no Shaq Leonard, no Bobby O'Karakay. So this group, it's it's their time to shine. All eyes are on them. And when we think about the importance of this, Eric, I mean, our defensive line last year was able to produce for us. Were they producing at the highest level? Absolutely not. I think there were some outliers in our defensive line who definitely stood up and showed what they could do. But we have a lot of issues on the defensive line as well that need to be corrected. But I just want to throw out a quick stat for you because. I thought this was a pretty impressive one. So the Colts had the sixth highest sack rate in 2022, according to FTn at that's point six percent. So um, top top ten, you know, top six, however you want to slice it. That's that's pretty good for a sack rate there going in for us, especially when I think about the fact that Yannick and Gakway had what nine and a half sacks, I believe, for us last year, and DeForest had nine sacks for us last year, maybe a little yeah, bit think, more. I think he had eight, eight. Okay, yeah. Um, so I mean, those guys are those are some weapons for us. Uh, but when I take a look at just the the entire defensive line going to the 2023 season, PFF, PFF sorry, actually wrote an article, Pro Football Focus, talking about the top 23, uh, or excuse me, the top defensive line for the 2023 season. And this was written back on, I think, June the 16th. Had the Colts coming in at number 18 this season. 18. Uh, but one of the things that they talked about and one of the things that we've talked about here a couple of times on this, this show, guys, is our interior duo and big Grove and DeForest Buckner. These two guys are our focal point of our defense. I mean, DeForest Buckner, we knew what we were getting for him. Once he came from the 49ers, we knew that he was going to be in here to to elevate our defensive line. And I think that DeForest has elevated his game for us. And he's definitely helped to have some of these other guys around him elevate their game. But I, I, I can't, I can't sit here and say that, DeForest hasn't had to really – he's had to be there 100% of the time, no matter what's going on with defensive line. And that's that's not always right for him. We need everyone around him to be up on his level. Insert Big Grove, Grover Stewart, who has elevated his game year over year over year over year for us since he joined the team. And he's even said, leading to post-conferences going into the offseason, how his thing he wants to do for us this year is to get better. He doesn't want to come on third downs this year he wants to be on the field as much as possible he wants to make a presence because he only had four sacks last year and he felt like he was snubbed of his his pro bowl selection so he wants to elevate his game to another level so i think that no one he finished with a 69.0 overall uh even with those four sacks he had last year he wants to elevate his game to the next level buck finished with the 82.3 pff grade uh and i mean man that 56 pressures is Generated in 2022. That's that's freaking solid. That's the kind of pressure we need to have on the defensive line. But where I think that our biggest struggle comes in for us, Eric, and butt in at any time if you want to. But where I think our biggest struggle comes in is on this on the defensive end, defensive end spot for us. We have a Quitty Pay who we picked up in the first round for us just a couple years ago, and he's had some issues with injuries. Um, you know, I feel like this is his year. He has to absolutely produce. Um, because it's 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 big for him. It's big. We we think about the back half of his rookie season. That's where he started to show that brightness that we wanted. He ended with four sacks, I believe, over the last what six games of his rookie season, uh, which is good. We don't expect any rookie to come in out the gate to just really take over the game. I mean, it's not expected. It's a whole different level from college to NFL. Um, so I felt like he was starting to make that progression that we want. And even coming into his sophomore year, he came off the gate with three sacks over five games. And the uh then he had that big dry spell of missing games due to injuries and then he got three more sacks in the last ba- uh in the last six games.
1: Yeah, he was on pace I I think for a double digit sack mm-hmm. season. Talk about three sacks in four games, three and a half tackles for a loss in those four games, 16 tackles total. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong guys, but that we're we're talking double digit sack season. Talking yeah. on pace for that. So, yeah, the the biggest thing for Quiddy Pay, can he stay healthy? Because right. if he does, I you talk about it being weak on that side. I don't know if, if he's out there all sixteen or all seventeen games. Maybe missing one or two. I feel like this line can be dangerous. You know, quiddy Pay should be getting better and better every year. That that's what we want to see. But that's the Quitty Pay I'm hoping to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were talking about Defoe and and Grover Stewart. Yeah, that that duo, I would say, is is underrated because DeForest Buckner. I think people forget how good DeForest Buckner actually is because he's not putting up you know some gaudy stats or anything like that, but he's having an impact on that line. I feel like he quietly had an amazing year amid that shit show last season. Seventy four tackles, eight sacks, eleven tackles for a loss. You know, I kind of want to buy his jersey now that we're talking about him because <laughs> he is. He is really, really good. Um, top five interior defensive lineman, I would say he is. Um, should I get in? I'm gonna get a white jersey. I said I it but I'm gonna take care of it because it's the force Buckner's jersey. I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna put that stamp on it right now. But uh, let let me know if I should buy uh, Buckner's jersey in the comments. <laughs> but he's 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 continuously played at a high level ever since he joined the Indianapolis Colts. That was a really good trade for us. Uh, it's it's it, it's just. Like his his little swim technique, mm-hmm. I don't know the the squeak passes blockers. Like I said, super impact on the D line. Uh, he he garners so much attention, so he's opening up uh, for for his teammates. You know those one on one situations, things like that. He's just so well rounded, and at his size, you don't really see a six seven defensive lineman move how he does. Just so strong up front. It like imagine if he ups his performance this year. He starts getting double digit sacks, more tackles for losses, things like. It. He would. I mean, come on, man. I we're we're talking Aaron Donald type of impact if if he starts doing that. But Grover Stewart, like you said, he he had an incredible season uh, last last year. He's extremely vital in our run stopping game. So you know we keep talking about extensions for J T. and Michael Pittman. What about Grove? Without Grove, mm-hmm. he he might be a more important player to sign, because we're talking how important this D line has to be. Maybe they should change their focus to Grover Stewart. You know, some people may disagree, but I feel like investing in the defensive tackle, you know, nose tackle, edge rushers, all that, any part of the defensive line, I think is a must. I think those are premium positions in the NFL. Even Quentin Nelson, like you said, he he said he wished he could have gave his Pro Bowl uh, Pro Bowl nod to Grover Stewart. Like the man deserved it last season just because he didn't get those sack numbers. That's really what it was. He, if he had three or four more sacks, he would have been right in there because, yep. you know, once you get those sack numbers up, people start, you know, eyeballs start popping out. But you're like Chris Ballard better get it done for Grover Stewart. Seems like a no brainer to me as far as extending him.
0: Yeah, without question, I mean you, you gotta extend him. Everyone loves Grove. And I think that he he only wants to elevate his game to the next level just because he knows that he can. And I think he knows he will. Um and and I I'm I'm glad you mentioned the stopping the run, Eric, because that's a super important thing. when, when we talk about some of our defensive line and how important stopping the run is quidty paying it with like a 76.6 against the run last year, according to PFF, which is solid. But we also think about the Colts impact player who we dropped. Uh, at the end of the season, a guy by the name of Yannick Ngakwe. Yannick boasted nine and a half sacks for us last year. But he had one of the lowest run stop rates, uh, the lowest run stop rate, I think, on the team. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure it was, if it wasn't the lowest, it was definitely one of the lowest. Yeah. He's, um,
1: he's awful <laughs> against the run. I don't yeah. know. Like, if I was an offensive coordinator
0: on the other team, I'd just be like, yo, run, into yeah, run it to that side every single time. E- right. Exactly. <laughs> and and I think that what's super important with that is the Colts now put their trust in knowing that Grover, Yannick, or excuse me, Grover, um, Quitty. And 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 DeForest can stop the run. They added an additional piece, Samson Ibukam, um, to the to the unit force. And I we know it. that he can be good at the at the run stop as well. He may not be the sack, the high sack flyer. Right. However, we know that he can disrupt the line. He well, can clog He had like he's pretty
1: good against oh, yeah. against the pass too. I feel like too. Mm-hmm. I think he he's on the uptick, and I'm glad the Colts got him. But I, I guess he's the presumed starter right now. I don't know if Dio is going to get in there uh, potentially and, and take over. But, yeah, Ibukam is the starter presumably right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, I will, all I'll say is last time we took a 49ers defensive lineman, it worked out in our favor. It I'm sure just did. saying. Uh, so he seems like in a bargain compared to what we would have had to pay Unique. So, yeah, you get in in there. Um, he he might be able to be a three down player like i i don't know i i think he he's like a mystery right now but he was on the uptick when he he was on the 49ers like he was i, I think he has a pretty high pass uh pass rush win rate too so yeah that's you know i'm i'm happy uh we just we need all these cogs to come together like Quitty Pay stays healthy Grover Stewart gets even better Defoe gets better it, if that all ha- happens like I don't know. We're looking at a top five defensive line.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and I become one. One thing I like about him, man, is he he comes from two teams of great experience. I mean, he played next to Aaron Donald with the Rams Super Bowl. Then he also played with with Nick Bosa. I mean, he's played with some elite players. So now you insert him with a D Buck, Exactly. Like he 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 can. I think he'll bring the elevation to what this team needs. On, you know, on that far side of the ball, because he knows, I, I presumably think he knows his role and he knows how to, to, to manage his role. And I don't think he'll do it in a selfish way. I mean, he even said in his press conference, like he knows he won't get to the quarterback every single day or every, every, me, every single down, but him disrupting the line. Can allow now Zaire to come through, or Shaq or or DeBuck on a stunt. There are so many options that can happen for you know for someone who can clog up the line. Whether or not he's touching the quarterback every single play isn't always necessarily the 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 issue. Um, it's it's a matter if he's disrupting the line and if the gaps aren't opening the way they're supposed to because now you have to make an impulse decision on what you want to do with the ball. So I think that he'll definitely bring that new element to the table. And like you said, Eric, if if we can keep health. We can keep these guys on the field, you know, two, three downs. I think that this defensive line can take over the game because we have all the we have all the pieces to the puzzle. Gus Bradley loves the defensive line. His, his focal point uh, is a defensive line. He don't blitz. He don't yeah. really blitz. So exactly. it's just them four
1: up front creating all this pressure up front. Mm-hmm. And we then we just drop the linebackers and covers. We got so much in cover. It it's solid when you when you have a front four that's just as deadly as ours. I mean. Then we got the flexibility in the backfield. I really like it, and i I liked, you know i I liked how the Colts operated on the defense last season. Yeah, so um, I will say, like, why should we have a top five uh, defensive line? I feel like it pays dividends when you think of top defensive lines. Like, what teams come to mind? Philadelphia Eagles. You got Fletcher Cox, Hassan Reddick. They just added Jalen Carter. Like Dallas Cowboys. That unit's led by Micah Parsons, the 49ers, you were just talking about them, Nick Bosa, Arik Armstead, Javon Kinlaw, things like that. Miami Dolphins even, Christian Wilkins, Jalen Phillips. I keep going, guys, but what do they all have in common? You know, Jamal? What's that? They all made the playoffs. Mm. They all made the playoffs, and most of them were contending. You know, I, I think the Dolphins didn't have their starting QB, so – they got the short stick, but all of them were contending. Great defensive lines are a common denominator here. So so the pure glass full fans who really believe we can be great this year in this new era, in this, in this brand new era, I, I, we're giving you guys a path forward. This is how we do it. We start with the defensive line. I mean, yeah, you can say it starts with quarterback, but, I mean, he's rookie, things like that. But if you really want to elevate this team – embark on this journey with me and give me an exquisite defensive line, because I think getting after the quarterback is, is one of the best things we can do. Um, stopping the run, I, things like that. It just, it all starts with that front four, man.
0: Yeah, it does. It does. And and like you said, this is the time to shine. I mean, we have so much to prove. I, I think Quiddy wants to prove himself because he hasn't had a chance to due to injuries. Um, I think Grover wants to prove himself, obviously for contract purposes and Pro Bowl purposes. DeForest doesn't need to prove himself anymore. We already know what he brings to the table, but I think that he he aspires to be the best person on that defensive line. Go um, for that All Pro status, baby. exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and then I become, he's coming in. You know he he's a new kid on the block. He's coming in, so he wants to show that. Hey, listen, man, I haven't played at the highest level. I played the Super Bowl, I played in the playoffs, NFC Championships twice. I'm here to show y'all boys how we can get this thing to the next level as well. So I think that it's a it's a match made in heaven and it should mesh really well. Um, because we got some freak athletes out there, man. We got some freak athletes who can definitely who can definitely take over this game and relieve some of the pressure on our, off our linebackers, off our cornerbacks, off our safeties. So let's get it happen. Look, I'm saying the Eagles were in the Super
1: Bowl and they they had technically, I think some people call them the best, the best, um, defensive line unit in the nfl i know pff did and we think about the super bowl before that aaron donald von miller unit with Mm -hmm. the rams and they won a super i'm just saying like yo like that. we need a top five defensive line if we can somehow get that this season we will probably be in contention i i i know that's very bold to say but I'm just saying, like, it it really starts there on the defense, it seems like. That, that its its it, it means so much to be able to pressure the quarterback, to stop the run, to make him one-dimensional, things like that. So, like, we did that against the Chiefs. We talked about that. And mm-hmm. you know, we stopped the run. Made my home store the entire time. But, you know, he's my home, so he, he was still slinging. But we did enough to win that game. So, top five unit. Let's get it.
0: Let's get it. It's got to happen.
1: Yeah. Look, that's going to be it for us, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Colts Cast today. We are live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or any platform you use to listen to podcasts. We'll be back next time to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content. See you. Take care.